What is up, you guys? Angie and Amanda here with Politics and Stuff. Today we're going to be talking about healthcare. Healthcare. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> that was disgusting. Um, oh my god, it's doing the thing again. Okay. This is an issue that has gained a lot of traction, especially with the Democratic candidates. I think it's something that, like, a lot of them are running on as, like, a big policy. So this should be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, we also, so we decide that we're going to have a little, we're going to add something to this. So we're having a Republican viewpoint corner because we realized that we we're pretty biased. We are. Sorry um, about it. Not really, but kind of sorry about it. All the stuff that we say is completely factual off the candidates' pages. Um, but we do have our own opinions, and I think that comes out a little bit too harsh sometimes. So we wanted to make sure that we got... Um, the viewpoints of the other side, too. Yeah, I think that, like, we have a hard time being unbiased, so we're going to look at other people's viewpoints and kind of see the other side and try to understand that a little bit more so that people um, who listen to our podcast who are on more on the conservative side have something from them, too. Yeah, and it's also really important to have those conversations and compare and contrast the two different viewpoints so you can get the full picture because today I feel like in government for me I feel like nothing's really getting done unless you're having those conversations which is really important so I just have um, a little thing that I'm going to read from republicanviews.org this is very general view from the conservative side so So, yeah so if you're conservative your views might not line up with this um, we're not saying this is every conservative viewpoint. This is just a generalized. And you'll hear it more when we go over the Republicans, um, Republican candidates, yeah. too. So um, the Republican Party believes in a patient-centered health care system, which is based in free markets, um, fostering com- competition and driving health care costs down. So Democrats usually are looking towards Medicare, something that's more Mm -hmm. government-controlled, while Republicans are very big in the free market, which in the healthcare system. Yeah. Um, They believe that the healthcare system that is run by the government will reduce both the efficiency and the standard of care, as well as compromise the patient-physician relationship and increase waiting periods within the healthcare system. That's... I can see that. That's one of my, um, res- uh, I guess, reservations about Medicare for All is that the quality of health care might not be as good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the market drives quality um, up because there's this competition and you want to be the best doctor because people want to go to the best doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, it does discriminate based on wealth and people who aren't wealthy can't always get health care so there's definitely benefits and drawbacks to both systems yeah definitely i think um i think nobody at least from my perspective here like nobody's really trying to deny people health care it's just like um their belief in how the government should work and their role in um how they control people's lives i guess so republicans just want a little bit more like you make your own decisions for your health and your family, and most Democrats are towards we should have a thing so everybody is able to get the same access. Um, so yeah, Republicans support the idea of individual being able to manage their own health care costs through medical 
savings accounts and flexible savings accounts. So that's just the general publican viewpoint. Um, nothing wrong with that. No, either. Especially with healthcare, I think. Yeah, it's very, very controversial. And I also think it's bipartisan in a lot of ways. Yeah, because everybody wants the same things. It's just a disagreement on how we're going to get there. You know what I mean? Right. Like, nobody's saying, like, we don't want people to have health care. Everybody, I think that we can safely say everybody wants people to have access to health care. It's just the way that we get there is is different. Exactly. So, that being said, let's get into Joe Biden. Uncle Joe. I think we can all guess what his policy is. Really? You want to take a Bring wild back guess? Oh my God, you guessed it. Oh he says his main duty as president will be to protect Obamacare because he was Obama's VP. He was a big part in Obamacare. It has its problems, so he wants to address those problems. Mm-hmm. He wants to increase coverage, because I think there were a lot of gaps in Obamacare's coverage. Yeah, um, definitely. Where people would go into things like surprise billing, which, for those of you who don't know, if you're in an all-access hospital, sometimes they'll send in a doctor or something who's like um, a psychiatrist or um, some sort of specialty specialist that you need for your care but that your health care doesn't cover. So while you think you're being covered for your visit, this one doctor or this one treatment doesn't isn't covered in your medical insurance, and you get a surprise bill for, like, $50,000 or something. And you're like, how did this happen? I thought I was covered. Mm-hmm. So he wants to um, close gaps like that to stop things like that from happening because yeah. that's where a lot of the problems are. Yeah, um, Obamacare was definitely not a perfect system. No, I think I it personally had a lot of- do like the general idea, but that definitely wasn't working for everyone and it was kind of contradicting itself in a way. So it's definitely, it's not flawless, but I think personally- It was a step in the right direction, I think. Yeah. But it's definitely not perfect. No one is claiming it ever was. Definitely needs some work. So I think Joe Biden's addressing those problems. Mm -hmm. But it's also like have your own views, Joe. Yeah, he- (laughs) Yeah, he also wants to give people more choices on Medicare about where they can go because, like, Medicare is pretty restricting on, like, doctors and um, a lot of things. Like, I know a lot of therapies office are blocked by Medicare mm-hmm. and stuff like that, especially, like, in the mental health department. Medi- yeah. Medicare definitely is, like, restricting in a lot of ways, so he wants to give more choices um, on Medicare. Um, he also wants to work to keep premiums low because even though people have Medicare, they have high deductibles, and that's out of pocket um, yeah. until they meet their deductible. Um, he wants to give middle and low class a tax credit for health care. So you pay your taxes, and you get a certain amount back that's specifically for things like premiums and deductibles for mm-hmm. your health care and to pay for your health care. I think that's it for Joe. So it's basically just, like, improving Obamacare. He's mm-hmm. saying, like, I think he likes the system we have in place, obviously, because he was part of building that system. And he just wants to build on that to make it more widespread and better coverage for everybody. Yeah, definitely. Um, next up is Bernie. So there's no, no, there's no surprises here. Bernie mm-hmm. is a Medicare for all person. He believes in a single national health care system. So... You, there are no more private health care, which is problematic, and that leaves a lot of healthcare people out of the job. Yeah. 
And I think that that's something that they're not addressing is like healthcare is a big industry. And so a lot of people would be out of work if government just took over. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I guess there'd be jobs in government healthcare because you could switch from private to government, but it, there's still a lot of problems with that. Um, there would be no premiums, no deductibles, no co-pays, or any surprise medical bills. So everything you went in for, even if you like stabbed your toe and you were like, I need an x-ray, like <laughs> that's covered. Okay. Wait, but like, don't tell me somebody's trying to get an X-ray for a subtoe. Well, I'm I'm just giving like an example of something I mean, very uh, I mean, something very minor that happens. If you scratch and you're like, "Ouch, I need a Band-Aid," you could go in and get a Band-Aid, and there's no deductible for that. Well, thank God, some people. <laughs> Jesus, this is like a big pet peeve of mine. Um, I don't know about you. I don't know why it's a big pet peeve, but like, if there's something really minor, like a weird bump on your finger, or like and you I go don't to know, the doctor, something really minor, and you go to the doctor for it. That just like annoys me so much. Yeah, it's just like, like calm down, like calm like, down, stop being dramatic. <laughs> calm down. Like I've literally gotten in fights with friends over things, like them going to the doctors because they're worried about something, and I'm just like, it's literally not that big of a deal. Okay, I'm gonna stop. Please um, stop. and basically, this means that. You go to healthcare and it's free, and the government um, and tax dollars. Well, it's not free because taxes are going to increase mm-hmm. um, with medical care, with med- Medicare for all. Um, and you basically, all the doctors are paid by the government, um, and you have no fees when you go to the doctor. So a lot of people think that it will drive the quality of doctors down because they're not on, they're not going to get paid as much in a government job than a private job. That's yeah. just, like, the way it works. I can definitely see that argument. Um. Um, so that's – and then he also this – is, this is kind of along the lines of that. So I guess prescription drugs aren't covered in Medicare for All, mm-hmm. that you have to pay for your own prescription drugs. But he classifies – he ca- wants to cap drug bills at $200 a year. Which is extremely low, especially for people with long-term issues like diabetes. Insulin is so expensive. Insulin or, is ridiculously expensive. Or in EpiPens, so expensive. Like yeah. people with people with long-term medical um, and EpiPens, you need to replace once a year. So, people with long-term medical conditions like that who need constant care, that's really helpful for. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's it for Bernie because it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, it's the same healthcare system we have now, except it's all free. Yeah, and that's his like fundamental thing. Right, college for all, healthcare for all, legalized marijuana. Yeah. All right. Next up is Warren, who really, literally has one thing: it's transitioning to Medicare for all, which basically is the same thing as Bernie. So she wants I'm to really take it slower. That she's not more like descriptive. She wants to take it slower, is basically what she's saying. Okay. So she, she doesn't want to, like, be like, first off, close all healthcare systems and all that. She's like, mm-hmm. we're going to start to transition into that. It's going to take a couple of years, but eventually we'll get there so that the government is covering all healthcare costs. So that, again, means no premiums, no deductibles, no co-pays, and no surprise medical bills. Okay. But, again, you're going to a public clinic every time. And people say that you go to Canada, which has public health care, and um, even if you have, like, a severe medical condition, there's a long wait. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's always a long wait, like, the ER and stuff. And so I think that's one of the things people are concerned about, too. Yeah. 
I can, as you can tell, I don't really agree with Medicare for all, necessarily. No, yeah, me too. I'm very... I'm more like, I don't think we should hand things to people a lot of the times. Yeah, but also, like, way. the right to life, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, I don't think we should turn anybody away from healthcare because they can't afford it. That's... Yeah, that's the difference, I think. Yeah, but if you can afford private health care and you want to pay for private health care, I feel like you should be able to do that. Yeah. Are you doing Pete next? Yes. So Medicare for all who want it? Medicare for all who want it. This is That's where I am. Yeah. I like that's it a lot. That's I've been with right now, too. Yeah, yeah. I really, really like his plan. It's very long. I suggest you read it. I did not do everything that has to do with that plan just because it is really long. Um, he talked a lot about health care racial disparities. So basically his big policy was end healthcare racial disparity. So people, I guess there's a lot of like um, minorities who don't get good health care and can't go to the doctor or doctors treat them differently. Uh, a lot of systematic racism in the uh, medical field. Mm-hmm. Um, this includes um, the maternal death rate is much higher in, uh, in yeah. black mothers than it is for white mothers. So um, that's that kind of thing that he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, he wants to launch national health equity strategies, uh, a strategy task force, which is like a whole other thing that I don't even, it's so complicated. So I suggest you definitely do research on that because I don't, I don't think I could even explain it to you right. Yeah. It's very complicated. Um, he wants to appoint a secretary of health and human services. So he's definitely has a lot of adding to the cabinet. Mm-hmm. He, which is good. Oh we need yeah, more voices. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely um, like he said at his rally. He was like, "I am not afraid to be," or he's like, "I never want to be the smartest person in the room." He's yeah. like, "I want to surround myself in people who are experts in their field and know exactly what they're talking about." And he thinks healthcare is a big thing that needs to be talked about. And there's no secretary of health and human services. So yeah. adding that would definitely um, help a lot. Because just like with everything, you need people from different perspectives, different experiences to really get something that works for everyone. Yeah, like I'm going to... You can't just like... Invest in HIV research. He talked a lot about that. He wants to find a cure for HIV and also um, Alzheimer's, I think. Oh, no, that was Amy Klochar. I lied to you. Okay. Um, and then uh, he wants to create a federal agency for healthcare. So um, it's like... It's like the Department of Homeland Security. He wants to create a Department of Healthcare okay. to help with that um, Medicare for all who want it view. So, nice. Yeah, pretty good stuff. There's a lot more. I highly suggest you read about it. Yeah. So. All right. Next up, Michael Bloomberg. Michael Bloomberg. He's moving up. What a guy. He's really like going places. You know. <laughs> He's already gone places. No, like, he's going places. Like, I think he has a chance. You really do? Yeah, he's moved up so quick, and he's late, and I feel like people who join the race late have sort of, like, a upper hand sometimes. Yeah, honestly, because, like, everyone's already, like, dropping out, made headlines doing that stuff. But somebody yeah. big like him joining late, like, could definitely have its advantages. <laughs> no. So, okay, so... I said so, okay, so. So, okay, so. Okay, so Bloomberg, his website's kind of like Donald Trump's where he only lists the things he's already done, not the things he wants to do. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to talk about that. 
That's kind of weird. Yeah. It's like this is what like I've already accomplished. Yeah. He's just mayor. New York City. <laughs> he ain't that big of a deal, bro. You only were mayor to 8 million people. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> okay, so... <laughs> I can't start for some reason. So yeah, Michael Bloomberg wants to promote our affordable health care. Um... And he, while he was mayor, he already promoted uh, public health insurance in New York City. And um, I think he said something about um, black mothers' death rate, like, Mm -hmm. went down while he was in office. In New York City? It went down? Yeah. Like, I mean, not birth rate, death rate. Like... Okay, the maternal, like, what? the African American maternal death rate went down when he was in New York City when he mm-hmm. was uh, mayor. <laughs> mayor. <laughs> um, because I don't really remember. I didn't really do good notes on him because I don't care that much. But <laughs> um, he didn't also didn't really have much, and it kind of annoyed me that he didn't have any new plans. He just told new stuff he'd already did. Yeah, kind of annoyed me. Because I was like, I don't care what you've already done. I want to know what you're going to do. <laughs> well, because... Okay. Okay. <laughs> I feel like your track record's good to a certain extent, but, like, you need plans to be president. Like, you can't just go in and be like, all right, what now? You know? You have to, like, know what's going to happen when you get in there. Yeah, Are you looking sure. at Tom Steyer's YouTube commercials? No, I Can we I'm please not. play them? Like, yes. for the audio? Wait. You do realize that Pete is also a mayor, right? I'm not saying that his track record's not... <laughs> what do you mean? Pete is also a mayor. Right. So you're making fun of Bloomberg for only being a mayor. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just, I'm just saying, like... You need plans. Yeah, true. Right? Like, you can't go into the White House, like, not knowing what you're going to do, just knowing what you've already done. And, like, being mayor of New York City is a big responsibility. I'm not, like, I'm not, like, yeah, discounting his, like, his achievements or whatever. I'm just saying he needs to, he needs to have, like, really specific outlined plans. Yeah. And he does not. So. There you go. That's it. Okay, Amy Klobuchar. She's my last one. All right, Amy Klobuchar. Um, she's a supporter of universal health care. Whatever that means. She wants to expand Medicare. Um, she wants to switch to 100% nonprofit health insurance. So she's not necessarily an advocate for um, public health insurance, but just nonprofit. He's gonna have nonprofit pi- private health insurance. Like, yeah. He just thinks the whole thing's a scam. <laughs> <laughs> don't quote, don't quote me on that. I don't know. Maybe Klobuchar thinks healthcare's a scam. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. So yeah, nonprofit health insurance. Um. She wants to, like Joe Biden, improve on the Affordable Care Act. Because she thinks it has flaws and it needs some work. It does need some work. It's true. Laws. Stop laughing at me. I'm not. Okay. Okay. 
she wants to, um, or she promotes states. She, okay, so it was kind of weird. So she didn't say she wanted to make legislation for this. She said she wants to promote states making legislation to put caps on premiums. Okay. She wants to pass laws that stop surprise bills, which I talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, she wants to address the infant and maternal uh, mortality disparity with race. Um, but she says address it. Like, when they say address it, like, how? Yeah, true. How the frick you gonna address it? How are you gonna address it? No, yeah, that's the most important part. Yeah. Okay, and then, um, she wants to create a tax credit for middle-class families for long-term care receivers. So, if you're somebody who maybe is, um, diabetic, something like that, who needs... A long who needs long-term care like possibly for life care um she wants to provide a tax credit for you so basically like you're exempt from a certain amount of taxes um and that money is set aside specifically for your health care costs hmm. so i like that yeah um joe biden had been too i believe yes he did so yeah all right um we're on to you so <laughs> you ready I'm so ready. Okay, excellent. All right, let's go. I'm so tired. I think I'm delirious because I'm so tired. I okay. fell asleep today in A-Push. I mean, I fall asleep in class every day. So. I don't. I'm not a follower sleeper in class. So. Yeah, well, you actually, like, Andrew Yang, people. Yang, gang. Yang, gang. Yang, yeah, gang. Hashtag math. math. Make America think harder. <laughs> so I said, just found out what that stated for. Oh I thought he God. just, I thought he just liked bad. If I'm being honest. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> that is the dumbest thing I've ever said. I thought he was just like, I thought he was just like, oh yeah, math's good. <laughs> Amanda, what the fuck? I'm not kidding. Holy God. Okay, no. Okay, I, math. That's why I thought it was so funny when he picked out his posters. <laughs> just math. So I was just like, wow. You oh must really like math. <laughs> I've lost all faith in you. Literally. Well, and then I found, ugh, and then I found out what it stood for. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> it's not just that. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Moving on. So he says we need to be laser focused on how we bring the cost. Laser focused? We need to be laser focused. <laughs> We're not laser focused. <laughs> we need to be laser focused, okay, on how we bring down the cost of coverage uh, by solving the root problems plaguing the American healthcare system. So That's not a policy. Okay. He believes that we should reformat 18% of our economy and eliminate private insurance. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. Because Dang. he says that is not a realistic strategy. Um, no, I read that wrong. Yeah, I was going to say. He believes reformatting 18% of our economy and eliminating private insurance is not a realistic strategy. Okay, because I was like, I did not think, he's like a businessman, I did not think he'd be an advocate for public health care. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, he also supports healthcare as a human right. So there's that. That's contradicting. Just a tad. What do you mean? Oh yeah, because of yeah. Um, he says that we need to control the cost of prescription drugs and believes in investing in innovative technology to cut waste and boost access. And he had, like, a bunch of things listed. These are, like, Muslim, like, the big ones. Um, but he got, he went, like, really into detail with some of these things. And um, investing in innovative technology to cut waste was, like, a big really one. He has a lot of really weird and obscure yeah, like, I don't know. I just thought that was kind of weird. Um, I mean, it could be a good idea. I don't know. So he also says, shifting our focus on more stages of care, that means revamping what comprehensive care means in the 21st century. Um, and that we need to take on powerful lobbyists in D.C. So it's kind of like he's, like, walking around the subject, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's not, like, saying anything. Of substance? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, he thinks that we need to start utilizing telehealth to meet provider demands and encourage... What is telehealth? No idea. Okay. And encourage the youth of telehealth in rural communities. Is that, like, online really chatting like with your doctor? Instead of going to a doctor's office, being like, hey, look, I have this scab. What do I, I do? Think, I think it might be. Providing superior state-of-the-art telestroke and teleneural patient care. What? Online. See, there you go. You show your doctor. Hey, look, I have the scab. What do I do? And then they say, oh, damn, that's a really fat huh. scab. You should put okay. some antibiotics on that. And then they're like, okay, oh, my so God, you saved my life. And then everyone's happy. And no one had to go to the doctor's office. Do you have to pay for that, though? No. I feel like you would. Yeah. It's like how you have an online tutor. You have to pay for that. Yeah, I guess. I had to pay for an online tutor. That's nice. Um, that was really weird. So, yeah, telehealth, <laughs> I guess. Was he was a, a really idea. weird guy. <laughs> he was so awkward. Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> I totally, I'm so tired. I totally oh forgot God. about this guy. You Stop. Okay. But here's the thing. Go ahead. Okay. So Yang also encourages the use of telehealth in rural communities, like I said, and for mental health services. Um, he wants to rip lift the regulations and funding caps that currently limit medical residents from entering the medical field. There are those things? Yes. Um, provide loan forgiveness for doctors who go into general practice and allocate more resources to maternal health search, which is about the only thing that I thought was kind of relevant, but that's just me. Yeah, why do we need more doctors to go into general practice? Yeah, I don't know. It just feels like he's dancing. He's not. He's not really doing much. He's just dancing around the subject. So Tom Steyer, everyone, the YouTube king. Can I play his ad real quick? YouTube president. Can I play his ad? And apparently those YouTube ads are working because he's climbing up the poles. Which is so weird, bro. (laughs) 
I'm about to say two words that will make Washington insiders very uncomfortable. Term limits. You and I both know we need term limits, that Congress shouldn't be a lifetime appointment. But members of Congress and the corporations who've bought our democracy hate term limits. They do. Too bad. I'm Tom Steyer. Climate change and make our economy more fair is to change business as usual in Washington. That's, I'm Top Style. The music in the back was so dramatic. <laughs> Why was that so dramatic? Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait. I want to copy the soundtrack. <laughs> Tom Style TV commercial. Oh my god. Oh my god. Another one? Well, there's about a million. I know, and I'm playing them all. No, we'll play this one and then we'll move on to policy. <laughs> <laughs> the commercials are the only thing that matters. Donald Trump is the most corrupt president in our nation's history. I mean, you're not wrong. When I called for his impeachment I mean, two years ago. Washington insiders and every candidate for president said it was too soon. But I believe then, as I do now, that doing the right thing was more important than political calculation. <laughs> I approve this message. I'm Tom Steyer, and I approve this message. He's the only candidate who still says that. Do I you know, notice that? literally. None of the other, like, like they all um, said it, like, like they all used to say that on the commercials. Bro, when I run for president, which I will, mark my words, first <laughs> female president <laughs> in the United not. States. Oh, wait, till you can run for president to have a female president? Yes. Just so you could be the first. Yes. That's so petty. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be the first. I want the first to be before Okay, me. not maybe not first female uh, president. But <laughs> I will be president someday. Mark my words right now. Jeff, you better be looking at that first gentleman seat right there. First gentleman? I hate that. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, I'm going to dump you. Just anyway. not a gentleman? <laughs> Tom Steyer. Okay. More like Tom Styrofoam. Get it? Because okay. he doesn't Please like... stop. Please. Stuff for... Tom Steyer. Oh, I forgot a wants bunch of stuff for Amy Klobuchar. Okay. That's nice. He wants Whatever. to increase system accountability. Um, he wants to eliminate surprise billing and put patients and doctors, not the drug manufacturers or insurers, in charge of their health care. That's tea. So, I hated patients I and doctors, so I'm not quite sure if that's, like, Medicare or no, you know what I'm saying? But it doesn't, like, be very specific. But that's all I got on, on uh, Tom right there. It's okay, his commercials spoke for themselves. They really did. Honestly? Because, like... I'm ready to vote for him just because I saw a YouTube commercial. <laughs> Please don't do that, guys. Yes, if, you, if you see... <laughs> Please don't do that, guys. If you really you think see, they're that dumb, they're, they're really going to vote because they saw Tom Steyer on a YouTube app. People are that stupid. Like, you're underestimating the stupidity of America. Yeah, but our listeners guys, aren't stupid. Guys, that's true. Guys... I talk like we have a fan base. I feel like I need dramatic music in the back now. Guys, Can you play Tom Steyer's YouTube We just YouTube really commercial? appreciate you just, and all the 
all the things that you've done for us. No, we and don't. We've done nothing for like, us. <laughs> you've done nothing. You've been, I was going to say, I was going to say, since day one. Since day one. Is there anyone who's really been here since day one? I'm here to build a wall. Okay, here's the thing, guys. <laughs> Did you? I'm going to build a wall. Very big wall. <laughs> a very, very big wall. Oh I'll build the best wall. <laughs> oh my. You. Guys, if I you never ever. <laughs> I'm trying to give an important message. Sound like him? No. <laughs> what does it? it I sounds... think it kind of does. No, it does. I'm gonna build a wall. I'm gonna build the wall. <laughs> no, I have to give my message. Okay. Okay, guys. If you see a president and a YouTube, just because you see. <laughs> On a YouTube commercial. <laughs> Don't move <laughs> That tone sign. Don't vote for him just because he's on YouTube. It's not how you should pick your president. It's not funny. Why are you laughing? If you've learned anything from this podcast, it's like you need to pick informed. And informed does not mean I saw him on a YouTube commercial. It's not informed. <laughs> So, in conclusion, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with liking Tom Steyer as long as you don't only like him for his ads. Exactly. Love. Not like. For the Republican Party, we're going to start off with ye old Bill Weld. He's our we favorite. We love that guy. Love him. We do. Um, I didn't say um. Amanda even <laughs> was saying that she would vote for Bill Weld. I would vote for Bill Weld if there was not a Democratic candidate that I liked very much because I am more of a moderate liberal and Bill Weld, although he identifies himself as the Republican Party, is basically a moderate in every... <laughs> in every aspect. In every aspect of his policies. Socially. Socially, especially. Socially is the most important to me. I think it should be the most important to everybody that somebody is socially progressive. So I would vote for Bill Weld. Good. So Bill says that... <laughs> Bill says... It's so hard. I believe we should do what works for the American people, regardless of whose idea it is. And I think that's really important. That is so important. Because... <laughs> because of how divided the parties are right now. Like, we can't come together on an issue. So it almost feels like if, see that was such an awkward amount of time. See, it almost feels like if you agree with an idea, but that person who came up with the idea is not necessarily from your party, you're not allowed to agree with the idea because it's almost like a betrayal to your party. 
And I think that that's a really dangerous way to be because especially like if there's a majority from one party or the other, nothing's gonna get done, especially those good ideas aren't gonna get passed. So I think that yeah, I would saying, agree with that. saying that you could vote for an idea that you agree with regardless of party, like seems like it wouldn't be important, but saying that is almost like progressive, mm -hmm. <laughs> which is weird on both sides, so. Yeah, okay, anyways. Go Weld will slow the rise of healthcare prices caused by our third party model and he wants to guarantee to each American that he will not take away the, the insurance that they currently have right now. So he is not for necessarily uh, it's almost implementing the same as Medicare or you know, bringing back Obamacare, but um, yeah. It's almost, like, it's almost like Medicare for all who want it. Yeah, basically. Similar. He wants to amend the Affordable Care Act and build on it, uh, not tear down the program, and encourage private companies to provide paid family and medical leave, which is really important. That's important. And a very democratic issue. Yes. That is something that most Republicans would not catch themselves saying. Mm -hmm. So, applause. So that's all I have for Bill. That's a good policy. Mm -hmm. Simple, but gets the job done. It gets it done. Joe Walsh did not have anything on his official campaign site. What else is new? Wow, so surprising. this information is from OnTheIssues.org. OnTheIssues is coming clutch this year. It is. We could not have done this podcast without them. We should get them to sponsor us. This no. is brought to you by On the Issues, literally, because we get all of our stuff from the Republicans <laughs> from them. <laughs> so this is from On the Issues.org, like I said. Um, it said that Joe Walsh presents himself as a Tea Party candidate and ran hard against the Affordable Care Act. So he's not for Medicare, which is the more Democratic side. But he's not um, even for Affordable Care? No. He's well, against the Affordable Care Act. Care also should known not as be affordable. Care. care should not be affordable. No, okay. You can be again. You can be. I guess you can think that uh, that health care should be affordable without agreeing with Obamacare. So yeah, I'll give him the benefit of the. Like the plan, you know? I could give him the benefit of the doubt in the situation. Uh, he's also opposed to government-sponsored health care. Oh no. He's opposed to government-sponsored health insurance plans, and he voted yes on Ryan Baghetti's Medicare choice tax and spending cuts. Okay. Um, so not a big fan of Medi Medicare. More of a private health care kind of guy, which you'd expect from you a know, Republican. You have your preferences. Um, he also wanted to defund and repeal... No, I said that weird. He wants to defund, repeal, and replace federal care with free market okay. um, system. Yeah. More free market based. So he wants a totally free market dependent healthcare system. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I disagree with that personally I, because I, I think do too. that healthcare is very different from the way that the rest. A uh, business should work. Right. I'm not. I'm not saying that we should go fully socialist because I don't believe that. 
or even go fully on government health care, but there's for sure people who are being denied health care because they can't afford it or they're not going because they're worried they're going to be in crippling debt if they're not going to the hospital and to get Mm -hmm. treatment for serious diseases. And so I think that there needs to be some sort of like healthy balance for people who can afford health care and they want their private health insurance. Awesome. But if you can't afford health care, you shouldn't be denied because you can't afford it. Mm Health care should be a human right. That's just my opinion. So, lastly, we have the one, the only, Cheeto. We all love him. DJT. Donald J. Trump. And so, all of this is stuff that he has done over his um, time in office. So, it's worded a little bit differently. If right. You're just he and Michael on, Bloomberg do that you same know this thing. By now. They do the same thing where instead of giving policies that they want to do when they get into office, he said what he has. What they what they've already done, which doesn't great, help us. Yeah. So uh, he worked to improve access to affordable, quality health care. That was a very general statement that was on there. Uh, How? I don't. Didn't he, didn't he repeal Obamacare? Yeah. Okay. I think that's what he means by working to improve access to affordable quality health care. Okay. Um, so maybe that fits maybe. his definition. His, that's my opinion. He and the Department of Agriculture gave $1 billion to FY 2017, um, which was a bill used to improve access to health care services for 2.5 million people in rural communities. Okay. Sure. Sounds great to me. Sounds good. He expanded association health plans, which allows small business uh, small businesses to pool risk across states. That's good because there are some policies where you're only covered in your state, mm-hmm. and and you then small businesses can't afford to give their employees across state policies. So that's actually very nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. That's what I thought too. He allows short-term limited duration plans to be extended up to 12 months, which is, that's something I can agree with. Yeah, because, okay, so if you don't know what that is, my understanding of it is if you find out you have a medical problem, you can buy short-term health insurance to help you pay for your medical care for that time. But it's it's short term again, so you're not paying for like the yearly health care health insurance like everyone else. You're just paying for a short a short time of health care when you need, really need it. It's for people who can't most of the time can't afford health insurance, but need health insurance for whatever medical reason at the time. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Donald Trump repealed a mandate called the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act which forced people to buy um, expensive insurance and tax those who couldn't afford it, in his words. So I think he's referring to Obamacare and the Affordable Care Act. Yeah. To buy expensive insurance and tax those who couldn't afford it. That's not really what Obamacare did, but it may be in his interpretation of it. Obamacare wasn't perfect by any means. But it also wasn't evil. I think I know many people who 
were on Obamacare and got affordable health insurance, it just didn't work for everybody. And there are people who now, without Obamacare, don't have health insurance because they couldn't afford it before Mm -hmm. and help them afford it. Uh, So it had its problems. It definitely had its problems. Everything has its problems. Not everything's going to work for everybody, but... But repealing it right away? Obamacare, in my opinion, was something that shouldn't have necessarily been repealed or taken away, but builded Built on, on, yeah. Built on, builded. Wow, I can English. <laughs> built I on. I can English. And uh, improved upon. It yeah. wasn't a perfect system, but just because Obama made it doesn't mean it's evil. Which was what happened. That's <laughs> same with DACA. It's the same reason. It's basically because Obama did DACA means it's automatically the worst thing in the entire world. Just because Obama did the Affordable Care Act doesn't make it automatically the worst thing in the world. I mean, it could be the other way around. They don't like Obama because they don't like the Affordable Care Act and DACA. Yeah, could be. <laughs> but that wasn't, it wasn't necessarily that in that case, I think. Mm-hmm. So He was just so eager to undo anything that Obama did. Trump, yeah. Yeah. So he also signed a six-year extension of CHIP, C-H-I-P. What is that? That is a uh, fund for health care for 9 million people. I don't understand what that means. I don't chip know what CHIP is. CHIP is an acronym. Is. It's not an actual CHIP. Um, not, not potato chips. I, was I know it's Donald it Trump, and we thought it'd be potato chips. Really pissed off about it. Kind of upset. Not even gonna lie to you. We will put in the description what chip stands for. Or should I just do a little yeah, googling? Do My phone chip be like dead. Health be like dead, care. Dead. Chip. <laughs> I typed wrong. Okay. I typed wrong. Children's Health Insurance Program. That's what CHIP stands for. So, um... So we signed an extension of Children's Health Insurance Program to fund the health care of 90 million children, I'm assuming, because it's the children's insurance plan, y'all. Okay. CHIP, Children's Health Insurance Program, known as CHIP, is an insurance program that provides low-cost health coverage to children and families that earn too much money to qualify for Medicaid, but not enough to buy private insurance. So it's those in-betweeners. Tweeners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Subscribe to us. Listen, on listen. Apple. Get really close. Hey. Rate it. Rate it. But if you're gonna rate it less than five stars, don't bother. (laughs) Okay, cool. Thanks. Stay sexy. And don't get murdered. Bye. Stay woke. Stay informed. And some other stuff. Bye. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we're still here.